Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Toyota of Brookhaven has been voted best new car dealership in Southwest Mississippi four years in a row. Come see the difference. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota of Brookhaven, we deliver. All the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibilities. I say one Mississippi, there's a magnolia. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Foundation Studio right here on Biloxi's Back Bay, I want to welcome you to Super Talk Outdoors where we celebrate every single Monday. At lunchtime, the world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi. Because as I say every week, Mississippi is the capital of the outdoors in America. I want to thank you for joining us on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi Radio Network or on Super Talk TV at Seaspire TV. But some of you actually are watching the show on YouTube or Facebook or listening on your favorite podcast if you are. It's October the 30th, 2023. Where did this year go? We're already in the the hunting season already. pretty amazing to me. I especially want to thank the title sponsor, Super Talk Outdoors, the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. They're the only outdoor foundation that directly supports the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. They're a dedicated group of volunteer leaders from across the state, and they're just, they're doing really, really good work. I want to also remind you that the views on this show are mine, not those of the foundation. But when it comes to outdoors, the outdoors and outdoors issues, you can really count on me to say what needs to be said, and I'm honored to be in this position. Hey, listen, over the weekend, my son Jordan and I had the opportunity to take Bishop Kinneman. He's the uh, the bishop for the Catholic Diocese of Biloxi. Uh, he's been fishing with my son Jordan and me for, for many years. He loves to fish. And, uh, you know, we went out and fished some of the backwaters of coastal Mississippi, and Man, I tell you what, I, as we discussed a couple of weeks ago, the fishing in coastal Mississippi right now is literally on fire because of the, the the lack of rain. And you know, we'll be talking about that more here in just a minute. What that means, though, is that the salt water is, has moved more into the bays and then up into the rivers a bit. And you know, big big speckled trout and redfish and clear water and it's it's incredible. I can go on my pier and throw the net and catch. Uh, shrimp the size of my hand now and so we'll we'll make two or three casts and have enough bait to go fishing and it's just it's just really awesome and my son jordan and two kids my grandkids liam and, and mila they love to get in the boat and go and they went yesterday and and, and they just had they caught a, a beautiful redfish some of the finest speckled trout you've ever seen and they were gone less than an hour so it just it's that it's that time of year in coastal mississippi if we don't get a lot of rain here the fishing in the backwater is uh is really really tremendous have a great show today uh we're going to be joined uh by bobby cole from mossy oak here in the in the first segment and then william mckinley from the department of wildlife fisheries and parks going to join me and we're going to get up to date on on whitetail deer in the program that he's involved in so without any further ado let me invite bobby cole from mossy oak uh into the uh into the conversation we'll tell you more about what he does at mossy oaks here in just a second but before we go any further let me just say good afternoon to you bobby 
No, man, it's great to be here. I'm a big fan of your program. Well, thank you, thank you. You know, we, Cuz, as you and I were chatting about during during the uh, break, Cuz is kind of a legend now, and I think he's kind of found his mark in this new digital world. I mean, I came from, I was a publisher of newspapers and led digital media companies later in my career before I had the opportunity to retire young, and uh, Cuz has done a good job working with his with his daughter to sort of define fistful of dirt in this new media world, and. And uh, and I, I love what you guys are doing with with Gamekeeper podcast and so on. We'll talk about a lot of that, but it's uh, it's it's terrific to see the the, the mark that Mossy Oak is making beyond just what you're doing with your business. You want to make a mark in conservation, and and I congratulate you guys for doing that. Well, yeah, and it, it really comes from the heart. I mean, we all absolutely love the outdoors, whether it's hunting or fishing or. And, and so you just can't hide that, and uh, that and that leads to a, a lot of interest and in, and in trying to do a lot of things the right way and help people and show people and and conservation is kind of at the heart of it. After after years of hunting and fishing, you kind of figure out conservation is so important and giving yeah. back is so important, and, and that's kind of where a lot of us are. Well, you've been with Masia going on thirty years. Yes, sir. It, 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 boy, time flies. It, it, it has been that long. That that is incredible. Of course, we've had I've had really terrific visits with Toxie on the show and his sons, and uh, it's been great forming a relationship with Mossy Oaks over the past couple of years as, as as I've come into this show. But you know, I, I I believe as you guys believe at Mossy Oak that one of the most important legacies we're going to leave. I mean, it's certainly the foundation who is a major sponsor of this show. I mean, they they're if you look at their brand promise, it's they're protecting Mississippi's out your legacy. I mean, the, this legacy, and, I, and I'm not kidding. When I talk about this being the capital of the outdoors, I know that Masiog does work all over the United States and certainly maybe even around the world for that matter. But uh, Mississippi has a terrific claim to make when I say we're the capital of the outdoors because you think about the Delta and you think about turkey hunting and you think about offshore fishing in coastal Mississippi, the backwater fishing that I was just talking about that's some of the best in the nation. We've got a, we've got a lot to protect here. And I, I actually came across a quote from Muhammad Ali. In fact, I have a little history book I get each morning. And in October 1974 was the uh, rumble in the jungle uh, with with uh, George Foreman. But but Muhammad, Muhammad Ali said this along the way that service to others is the rent you pay for the for your room here on earth. I love that man. That kind of fits what we're what we're here to do, isn't it? Doesn't it? Excuse me. Yeah, that, you know that's a that's a deep thought when you kind of really dive into it, but it, it's it's spot on, and that's uh, that's it, interesting. You ran across that today, and you know the, I, I think I mentioned earlier conservation and how important that is, and the word serve is is plays a big role in the word conservation, and and so we, you know we, I think it's just important that all of us as we go through our journey in the outdoors, you know we all start off just wanting to be successful and then you want to uh, harvest a bunch of something and, and then then you want to take others and then you know so we're saying that there's another stage in life and that's being a gamekeeper and that's giving back and uh, sharing your experiences with others and, and just trying to make your place whether you own it or you lease it or you rent it or you just have permission to go there but doing your part to make it better 
But uh, Aldo Leopold, we all know him well, but when he said conservation is a state of harmony between men and land, he meant it, and he said it from the heart and from his soul. And this this whole notion of gamekeeper, I, I, I think, you know, really hits it on. I, we get more wise. We get more wise the more time we spend in the outdoors. And you know, you may, you know, you start out, you're happy to see a, a deer, and then you're happy to see a buck, and then you start to appreciate what constitutes a big buck and a mature buck, and then you start focusing more on the land and what it takes to to take care of the land, and it's a it's a uh, it's a journey. I think that I often say that the more we learn, the more we better learn how much we don't know. That that life is a journey of learning, and it keeps us humble. And when we're in the outdoors, man, we we better be humble because there's a lot there's a lot to uh, there's a lot to learn. And and if you look at the Gamekeeper podcast you have or, or your or your uh, uh, website, you guys are really focused on teaching people how to how to conserve. Yeah, yeah, we are, and I'm, I'm, I appreciate you noticing that. Um, it's kind of at the core of everything that we're, we're doing. We're trying to entertain and inform, and you know, so often today, people are caught up in trying to kill the biggest deer, or make sure they get their limited turkeys, or always get a limited ducks, and that's fine. I mean, that's a part of the whole process, but we're saying that there's so much more to it than that. That. And the, the enjoyment you get out of taking somebody and, you know, a youngster and seeing their face light up when uh, as they participate in the sport, um, it, it's so rewarding. And, and we're also, we've we learned that, gosh, we can be on our property 12 months out of the year, and there are things that we can do to improve the habitat, improve the hunting, improve the fishing, and it, it, it's so rewarding. And it's we're finding out it's even more rewarding than than harvesting that big deer is to grow that big deer and know that he's there and it, it's 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 kind of hard to put into words, Ricky. I can tell that you get it oh, yeah. out of your head, but uh, it, it's it's so satisfying to be a gamekeeper and and take take ownership of taking care of a property. It's it's very rewarding. Hey, listen. Um the th- you heard me mention at the beginning of the show, and certainly it has permeated every conversation I've had on this show for the past, unfortunately, several months. But the drought in Mississippi, I actually went, there's a, there's actually a website called drought.gov, and you can go in and start looking at, uh, what they're, you know, sort of where Mississippi stands in terms of the lack of rain and by, by county. You can look at what the, what the projections are for the rain that we're going to be getting. Now look, it's an El Nino year, and we're supposed to have, supposed to be cooler and wetter. Once it starts to rain, it's supposed to rain more than we would normally see, but the reality is we're so far behind i mean it's just incredibly far behind when we come back on the other side we'll talk a little bit about the drought the impact it's having on food plots across the state of mississippi and you know kind of what 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 you're hearing people say as we uh, continue this conversation with our friend bobby cole who is with mossy oaks we'll see you after this break
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Rogers Dab Service Parts and Quick Lube are open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturdays from 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. Crossgates Brandon or RogersDabs.com. I noticed mom hasn't been herself lately. She's been forgetful and not remembering to take her medicine. After visiting the orchard, I knew it was perfect. The orchard is Mississippi's premier continuing care retirement community, licensed in Alzheimer's and dementia care for men and women. I know she's in good hands. It's safe, convenient, and most importantly, it feels like home. For that extra peace of mind, call the orchard today for a tour. 601-856-2205 or go to OrchardRetirement.com. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. Fall is here, and Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees, shrubs, and fall color plants. Save the day. Calloway's Christmas open houses will be the first two Sundays in November with refreshments and door prizes every half hour. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. Callaway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery, all 20 to 50% off. We have a large selection of ceramic pots, all sizes, all colors, all on sale. Callaway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we offer quantity pricing. Don't forget Callaway's Christmas Open Houses, the first two Sundays in November. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the afternoon. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Hey everyone, Gerard Gibbard here, and it is hot. This heat blazing down on your vehicle is no joke. Keep it protected from damaging UV rays with the System X Ceramic Protection Max Coating at Legacy Garage. It also protects your car, truck, boat, or RVs from road grime, bugs, and more. Only trust the experts at Legacy Garage. Check them out on social media or call them today at 601-941-5312. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have my friend Bobby Cole from Mossy Oaks. He, he's uh, with sort of the gamekeeper brand of, of Mossy Oaks. He, he's done a lot of different stuff since he's been there. You probably have heard him on the gamekeeper podcast, which we'll talk about here in just a second. When we went to break, we we're talking about the drought. One of the things that I noticed on this website I just mentioned to you, this is like the 13th worst drought that we have seen in Mississippi. And uh, it comes at a bad time because there's a lot of seeds in the ground right now. And and if the seed's sitting in uh, powder, <laughs> in fact, my, my farmer friend, Travis Dunn, 
actually referred to as baby powder the other day. That's what the that's what the uh, Delta gumbo mud has become. If it's sitting, no no harm. But if it gets a little bit hold and and gets a little bit of germination, and then we get we get ten more days of uh, of hot. Uh, unrelenting dry conditions, that's not going to be good. But everybody's talking about it, aren't they, my friend? Yeah, they they are. You know, we're watching. There's a weather system coming through right now, and it's supposed to hit where I am about noon, and we're all just cheering for it to get here, and we're praying that it's going to drop more than a tenth of an inch. That's what they're expecting. And a tenth of an inch is just kind of, it's enough to settle the dust. You worry about whether it'll make those seeds germinate and then sit here and struggle for the next 10 or 15 days um, the, the seeds that are up what's been planted it's kind of in the shadier areas of fields we're seeing some of that has it is kind of just hanging on and so a tenth of an inch might be enough to keep it hanging on we're just in a bad situation we're waiting on the acres to start dropping if you're a deer right now in the in the southeast it's a really tough time it's a tough time. So as gamekeepers, it's important that we have been preparing for stuff like this and, 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 and it's, it's hard to do that. Um, but, but, uh, I, I'm not sure what a guy can do when you've got a, one of the, the worst droughts that you can, that anybody can remember. Yeah, I, 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 I was mentioned to you off the show, out the air, and then I've talked about here on the show. We uh, we we tested last year drilling seeds, and um, we did. You know, I would say more than half of our food plants that way, and it performed really well. And so this year we did everyone we could get to. We we drilled the seeds, and where we drilled seeds, I guess it got sufficiently deep enough. We've had decent uh, germination, and uh, you know the morning dew. I think has helped in those those scenarios where we did old school on about five different plots. Uh, obviously, no germination at this point. Just lots of you know sitting in, as I mentioned, uh, the the powder. Um, yeah, you worry a little bit that you know this is just enough rain to cause a little bit of uh, germination, and that would not be a good thing. You know, it's, it, it is interesting when you, especially in the Mississippi Delta, but this is going to be true everywhere across uh, across the state of Mississippi. The, the reality is that. You've got a situation where there's just literally the, the water table is so low. And some of the areas where we usually have standing water year-round, they're dry as a bone. And there may be a couple of spots where there's just a, holding a little bit of water. And in those spots that are holding a little bit of water, you can tell that the deer have been going to that like crazy because we just don't have water in places where we need it. Um, but you get you get a tenth of an inch of rain, and you can literally hear the sucking sound as, as it's just getting drawn down. And within, uh, within a half a day, it's going to be done again it's that's not the best scenario we need inches and inches of rain yeah yeah we, we really do and it you know the the native vegetation is suffering as well if you if you walk out in the woods you'll see browse lines and i mean uh, you know as i'm and i'm i'm beginning this weekend i found a few um, oak trees that were starting to drop and boy the deer pounding those but yeah but uh it's a tough time to be a deer right now yeah, we one of one of the uh, farms that we lease is 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 literally a tree farm, and it's about seven or eight years old in terms of the new plan, with about five different types of nut bearing trees. 
and they're dropping they're dropping a lot of you know acorns and whatever at this stage of the game so the deer have a lot to eat in fact as William McKinley will point out here in just a second when we when we when he joins us that you know those big bugs they don't have to roam around too much you know if they if they're in an area they've got some water nearby and they've got plenty of acorns they're going to just kind of hang out but if you don't have acorns right now and you don't have water it's it, again, we'll, we'll talk to William more about this. It'd be interesting to see how deer are dealing with that situation. Usually, would they would have good good browse you know, that would be brought to them by good rains. We don't have good rains, so we don't have the good browse, and we certainly don't have food plots growing across the state like we normally do. It's going to make for an interesting deer season, that's for sure. You know, you mentioned uh, earlier that this was the 13th worst drought. At, when I talk to people up here, they say it's the worst one that they can remember. I, where, when were the other 12? I don't know. I, don't, I didn't look. I, I, that just came out that drought.gov website. But, um, hey, listen, uh, you, you guys have done a great job of your game, Gamekeeper. We've got Gamekeeper Magazine, of course, the TV show, the podcast. Podcast is terrific, man. I, I, I listen on Spotify, and you got a wide variety of guests, and you guys just kind of get around. It's kind of unscripted, and you talk about, you know, whatever the topic is of the day. But y'all have had a lot of fun with that, haven't you? We really have, and uh, because uh, you know we've got a we've got you know Lanny Wallace, uh, Toxie joins us, Studley. We've got an eclectic group of guys that have a bunch of different interests, and then we're able to get some great guests, and and we just sit around and learn from them. That's our whole uh, mentality is to try to we ask questions that we want to know about, and um, so it it has been really interesting. It's, it's, to me, I, I just really look forward to them. They come out every Tuesday, the Gamekeeper podcast. I'm just really proud of them. And I know a guy can listen and learn something that he can go apply to his his own hunting property. Well, I'll give you an example. The one, actually, that I listened to this morning was the conversation with Ben Rising. And uh, he's with Whitetail Edge. But the, it was about uh, mature buck, buck strategies. It was uh, episode number 188. So, you know, 188. You, there, if you go down, you got bow hunting strategies with, with uh, Brody Swisher and serious about squirrels. One, managing whitetail with Dr. Craig Harper, the tree man, Chuck Level. And, I mean, the, the list just goes on and on. I mean, just a wide variety. So if people have a thought about something they want to learn more about, it'd be easy just to take your thumb and run down here, and you will find the topic you want to hear about. And that's the goal, isn't it? You, you guys want to just cover a lot of territory we do and, and, and it's, it's fishing as well we we do a lot of pond management stuff we've had this young lady from north alabama that's trying to grow a world record bluegill we've had her on a time or two and that's a really interesting listen to hear what the, what some biologists are helping her do and they're growing she's got some bluegill that are over three pounds right now so we're pretty diverse in what we're talking about that's uh, uh, Sarah Parvin, for a matter of fact, and I enjoyed that podcast, and, and uh, I thought it was cool. She's She calls her lab the slab lab, <laughs> which I thought was kind of the perfect description for if you want to grow big blue gill, that's, uh, that's that's what you want to be called, that's for sure. But And you have a lot of fun doing it, man. It's, it's, it's cool that you, you guys sit around about something you're passionate about. Well, we do. So the TV show kind of... <clears throat> Excuse me there. So the TV show mirrors the podcast, and um, and then the podcast mirrors the TV show. So um, every Tuesday night on the Outdoor Channel, um, you know we have our we have the best of the podcast, 
it had been turned into a television show. And um, and then every Tuesday morning we release a new podcast. So it's a it's a it's a big challenge to try and find some new interesting way to discuss some of the previously discussed topics. But uh, that's that's kind of the the challenge of what we're trying to do. But we're we're accepting that challenge and working really hard. There's a lot of interesting people in the outdoors to talk to and get their points of view. And, um, and and we can all learn from them. That's for sure. Well, what you know, what's interesting? I, I, I've uh, obviously opened the show like this one. We had Toxie on, but the role that Mossy Oak plays, and I, I, th- I think about Primos, and I think about other companies that have that are Mississippi companies. You have a responsibility when you when you communicate to the rest of the world. You you become ambassadors for Mississippi. And you, you've put a, a big-time anchor down in the West Point area. You feel that responsibility, don't you? Yeah, we do. Um, you know, and, we, and we, look, I'll be honest. There have been podcasts that we've said, we can't release this. That, 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 that's not good for hunting or good for the outdoors at all. Um, so we, we're very careful to make sure the message that we communicate is, is very positive and, uh, and sustainable. And uh, is the message that we want to communicate out there, and it's it's not necessarily a message that sells product, but it tells people the right way to behave and the right way to live their lives and the right way to to uh, participate in the outdoors. Well, you it's a it's it's so I tell you I've always believed that if you have an enduring co- core value in a company that you're building a company that is ultimately built to last. And you think about the evolution of this company since Toxie founded it and where it is today and how it's being driven by this, these, these enduring principles around conservation. You, you can't you can't lose, and it's a company that, that that Mississippians ought to be terribly proud of. But hey, listen, we're out of time for the day, Bobby. But I'm gonna have you back soon, and we'll talk more about a large, a long list of things, including your entire journey at Mossy. I'd like to hear more about that too. Yeah, no, Ricky, thank you. We appreciate what you do for the outdoors in Mississippi, and and uh, we're just big fans. And so, thank you for giving us this chance. And and I invite people to come listen to the Gamekeeper Podcast and Fistful of Dirt when they get a chance. You bet, you bet. Hey, listen, when we come back, we'll be joined by William McKinley, head of the deer program for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. We'll see you after this. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of rain, cloudy skies, high near 58. Tonight, 20% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 41. Your Tuesday, mostly sunny, high near 58. Tuesday evening, clear skies and cold, low down to 33. And for your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 56. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Service Specialists with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Oxford, and now open in Columbus. 
TrustCare is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Athletics. When you choose TrustCare for your urgent and primary care, you win. TrustCare clinics are staffed by friendly, experienced providers and open late. Walk in today or schedule your appointment at TrustCareHealth.com. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. The 43rd Annual Squat and Gobble is back. Don't miss this incredible evening to help victims of human trafficking and domestic abuse right here in Central Mississippi. Featuring live music from Dr. Zarr's Amazing Funk Monster, a live and silent auction, door prizes, dinner, and the prestigious Squat and Gobble Dance Contest and Turkey Calling Contest. Don't be a turkey. Hello, this is Philip Gunn, Speaker of the Mississippi House of Representatives. Human trafficking is real and exists right here in Mississippi. You can do your part, however, to stop it by joining us on November the 9th at the Squat and Gobble event at the Jackson Country Club. Come have fun and learn more about what you can do to help stop human trafficking here at home. Get your tickets for just $75 at friendsforacause.net. Event and table sponsorships are also available at friendsforacause.net. The 43rd Annual Squat and Gobble Dance Contest and Turkey Calling Contest. 6 o'clock Thursday, November 9th at the Country Club of Jackson. Get your tickets now at friendsforacause.net. If recent hailstorms have invited Lurk the Leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, Lurk the Leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit LoseTheLeak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi Bureau of Investigation is taking a closer look at an officer-involved shooting in Laurel earlier today. Police approached a vehicle on Park Street around 5 a.m. with three occupants inside. When one of the three subjects reached for what police believe was a weapon, shots were fired inside the car, with one person being injured and transported to a local hospital. As for the other two occupants, one was apprehended while the other fled the scene. Law enforcement is still looking for the person who ran and accepting any relevant information while doing so. An unidentified deceased white male was discovered in a white pickup truck in Raymond around 7.30 this morning, Sheriff Tyree Jones tells us. Jones said the truck was sitting in the 200 block of Magnolia Drive. At this point, there's been no suspect description provided. What do members of the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation look like? We have members from every corner of Mississippi from all walks of life. All over the state, we see two types of memberships, active members of the farming community and associate members who utilize Farm Bureau services like insurance. All memberships support Mississippi agriculture. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. It's that time of the year again. Like my son Barrett and I, hunters will soon be heading to the woods to hopefully bag that big buck. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Our agency often works with Mississippians whose disabilities are the result of tree stand injuries. Keep safe by remembering these important tips. Always maintain three points of contact going up and down a tree. Use a haul line and always wear a safety harness. Please don't let your next hunt be your last. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Are customers able to find you online? With the power of STMM Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. 
STMM Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. This is Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I really enjoyed that conversation with Bobby Cole from uh, Mossy Oak. We'll have him back. I enjoyed visiting with him not only on the air but off the air, and uh, the fact that he's been with Mossy Oak for so long. This, you know, this this really incredibly important company to the outdoors community, not just in Mississippi, but for our nation. And the the role that all of them play when they leave the state to be an ambassador for this state, I can't overstate how important that is. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll look forward to having Bobby back um, more than once. I, I also enjoy having Cuz on the on, Cuz and I have become good good buddies. Cuz Strickland, he is uh, he's really a phenomenally important person and personality to the to the conservation community in America. And uh, uh, you know that's that's what Super Talks Outdoors is all about connecting with people like that. And uh, with that said, connecting with people like my next guest, William McKinley, who's head of the Deer Program for the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. He's become a good friend, someone I've really enjoyed visiting with, and uh, he's, gosh, his work is so important. The work that he and other people in his similar positions across the state and what they do to learn from each other, we're able to bring back here to Mississippi to make deer hunting in Mississippi the best it can possibly be. Anyway, William, with that said, it's good to see you, my friend. It's good to be here, Ricky. Thank you for that intro. You you bet. So, man, look, we, you heard us talking about the drought. That's got to be the t- hottest topic in your world these days. What's your thoughts on it? I tell you, you know, I, I've been on now for a little over two decades. I remember the drought of 2010 being bad, but I don't remember it being this bad. And I'm looking at ponds around that are drying up. I'm hearing of a report from one guy who's – really keeping up with his rainfall down in Wilkinson County, saying that he's observed 0.17 inches of rain in the past 99 days. Uh, So the drought is having an impact on deer herd health. There's no doubt about that. Uh, We have a really high deer density in the state of Mississippi, possibly higher now than it's ever been in history. Uh, And, well, the drought's hurting them, Ricky. Uh, but deer season is upon us. Cool weather is, it's a completely different feel out there today. And I, I, I looked at the radar a few minutes ago and that mass of rain doesn't look like a lot, but man, it's some. It's inching its way down right now. So, uh, times are a changing. Yeah, it looks it looks good. I mean, I think you know you see a couple of yellow patches in that darker green. Uh, it's forecast to to be about a tenth of an inch, not nearly enough. Yeah. But look, we're not complaining. We'll take whatever we get. As I mentioned in the last segment, my farmer friend Travis Dunn referred to it as baby powder in the Mississippi Delta. I mean, it's just been so dry for so long. It is it is just dust everywhere, and this will knock it down for a little bit, maybe half a day. <laughs> It's going to dry. It's, I mean, this is just dry, giant sucking sound in the ground when you get a tenth, tenth of an inch of rain. But it might help some food plots that have germinated come come up and uh, maybe keep them up for a little bit longer. Is that kind of what your thoughts are as well? It is. And, you know, 
We've got cooler temps now, so those high 80s, low 90s, they're out of the forecast finally, and it's time. I mean, our average first freeze here in where I live in north-central Mississippi is around November 1, and it's looking like that's exactly on cue. We just didn't expect it to go from 90 to freezing in a day and a half. But uh, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, food plots, they're struggling if they're germinated at all, but any little bit of rain will help the ones that are germinated to keep holding on. And I did see there's a little more rain in the forecast for next week. So, Hey, listen, I uh, I, I joked with uh, Cus Strickland last week that we're going to change the name of his podcast from Fistful of Dirt to a Fistful of Morning Dew. <laughs> but, I, I, you know, so we're not even, you know, you look at the forecast on rain, and often, oftentimes you're not even praying for rain. You're just praying for a thicker morning dew than you would normally get because if you've got germinated food plants, that might be enough if you get it, you know, as long as you get that every morning to kind of keep things, keep things moving but you know i think once we're getting cooler now uh we're gonna when it starts to rain we're gonna have we're gonna it's gonna rain at least based on the forecast it may not replace what we've lost still may have drought conditions but it's supposed to be a cooler wetter uh winter and you know i'm, I'm assuming that that's still gonna hold and uh food plots that survive will eventually be and we haven't even put fertilizer down on, on ours yet i mean we're just we we're trying to tame that time that with good rain uh this just we you know some of our plots are not even up yet so we want them to be up a little bit before we go in there with some fertilizer but now we're now that we're getting this rain today we'll be really watching to see if we can time the next rain with uh what's going to be a major undertaking to get fertilizer out but hey if we'd have put the fertilizer out we'd have been waste of it the sun would have absolutely just made it ineffective and uh you know everybody's thinking about that aren't they they are. And uh, so, but as we look forward, you know, I mentioned earlier on, on the deer population, and I want to dwell on that just a minute because we use a, a method called population reconstruction. We look at how many deer are out there based on what's been harvested and the age structure of those. So in a nutshell, if we killed a, a four-year-old doe this year, she had to be alive the past four years. So, you go backwards on uh, to estimate the population. Well, when we get that population estimate, I've looked at since the 70s, and we look at the total harvest. So we do a survey of hunters every year to find out what the total kill was. That total kill on the population, it seems that 21 to 22% is the sweet spot to keep a population level on the Mississippi deer herd. So if we have one, one million deer, we need to take out about 21 to 22% of that deer herd, and it'll be right at one million deer again. Now, that doesn't mean on an individual property. We're looking at a statewide whole. Well, a few years back, we fell all the way down to 14% of the population being harvested. So that has led the herd to increase and that's the reason we're coming out now with our numbers are showing higher deer population. And we're asking hunters to, you know, within your bag limit, uh, most hunters, Ricky, most hunters are shooting less than two deer a year. Yeah. That's, that's the average hunter. So those hunters who are not reaching their bag limit, we want them to add another deer. We want them to shoot one more deer if you're not reaching your bag limit for where you hunt. And we want to get that to around... 
23, 24% of the population for a year to bring this herd back down just a little. And that leaves more resources out there for the deer that are left. And we're, let's face it, this drought has caused a shortage of resources right now. So we need fewer deer depending on that. You know, it's it's interesting. Some of the, you know, we, we, we're running a camera survey now. And, uh, you know, one farm, we've got to take 20, 30 deer out. out. We just know we got to do that. Maybe it's a, it's a real problem. Another one, we need to take 15 or 20 out. Um, uh, for the most part, the deer look healthy. But it seems like we have a, a, a few more than normal that seem skinny. You know, mm-hmm. are you seeing that as well? We sure are. And so you're talking about northwest Mississippi, right? Well, it's, uh, it, it, it's kind of the delta. So, so, okay. kind of so around the delta. the delta, yeah. So a lot of ag there. Uh, as we get into more wooded environments, uh, more woods down in southwest, for instance, we're seeing a bigger impact to drought. I'm getting a lot of pictures where uh, the majority of the deer in the, in, in the pictures look skinny. Uh, mm-hmm. So... It kind of it's definitely variable across the state. North Mississippi got got a lot of rains that we didn't get in the rest of the state. They're uh, looking a little better up there, looking a lot better actually. Yeah. Uh, but certain areas, it's going to be very site specific. But you know, as a deer biologist for my career, I've encouraged people to manage a deer herd below carrying capacity, and it's because of years like this. That if we had fewer, when you have fewer deer on a property and they're not eating up all the resources on a good year, then on a bad year, you still have enough resources to support those deer. Hey, listen, if you have a healthy, if let's say the browse is down for whatever reason, maybe because of the lack of rain, and um, and let's say you have some water source nearby, but you've got a lot of acorns on the ground, is that enough to sustain uh, the situation? Uh Acorns are so important where they're present. Uh, so on a year like this, they're adding those fats and those carbs in that deer are needing. So about this time of the year, uh, a physiological process happens in a deer's body where they start putting on fat. And almost everything they eat goes to fat, and those acorns really contribute to that, and they help a lot. Hey, when we come back on the other side, we'll continue this conversation about the drought and the impact on deer in Mississippi and what William McKinley, head of the deer program for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, thinks this, this what the you know the impact will be on next year and the year after that. So it's not just the year you're in that, that there may be an impact. We'll see you after this break. Motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. 
What you drive and where you live is different for everyone. So it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. Which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. Jamie Creole Shelter Insurance. Come see why we're more than just an agent. Proudly serving the Jackson metro area in the great state of Mississippi. Give us a call at 601-992-6000. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land. And just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. The two Mississippi museums, the Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum, invite you to our annual Veterans Day ceremony, honoring all veterans. The program begins on Thursday, November 9th at 10.30 a.m. to celebrate Mississippians who serve or have served in the United States Armed Forces. Join us in downtown Jackson as the two Mississippi museums and the Mississippi Department of Archives and History honor our veterans. For more information, go to mdah.ms.gov. In 1920, John Albritton Sr. opened Albritton's Jewelry in downtown Jackson. With an expertise in watchmaking from his time with the Illinois Central Railroad, John not only sold but serviced pocket and dress watches for his fellow Mississippians. Albritton's has maintained that tradition to this day, with two full-time watchmakers on staff that are capable of repairing all major watch brands. Albritton's also offers a vast collection of fine watches built to fit any lifestyle. From dress styles and gold and stainless steel to sporty selections and carbon fiber, Albritton's has the watch for you. Come see why, since 1920, the people of Mississippi have chosen Albritton's as their fine watch store. Quality and value go hand in hand at Albritton's, Albritton's Jewelers. Hi, I'm Thomas Trammell, owner of Family Termite and Environment. We're a family-owned and operated business, and we care about our customers and treat them like family. In Mississippi, we have all four seasons and every weather condition, sometimes all on the same day. Environmental changes attract different types of household pests to our homes. No matter what type of pest you're dealing with, Family Termite is here to answer your questions and help find a solution. Call us for all your pest and termite control needs. That's Family Termite at 601-933-1014. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your local Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey, on the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack. You can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda has been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire or Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASE certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Center offers lube, oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course, tires. Just like Kenda, designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Center supports Mississippi outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you. 
arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have my friend William McKinley, who's head of the deer program for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And when we went to break, we we're talking about the, uh, the 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 drought conditions in Mississippi that are historic. It's just quite incredible. Even though we're getting some rain as we speak, not nearly enough. Not near. We need inches and inches and inches before we would not be in a bad situation. And to some extent, damage uh, may have already been done to some extent. And we'll talk about what maybe the the, the prolonged um, reverberation of a drought would be on the deer herd going forward in the next couple of years. And I want to talk about that. But let me, before we get there, um, what you know what's interesting is that some bottoms where we had water that was holding for, you know, even in poor rain conditions, we'd still have water in some of those. I, I, we were doing some tree trimming the other day, and, man, there's no water in, in areas, I mean, like entire areas that held t- tremendous amount of water. It's like dry as a bone, and the soil is cracking. And um, and one, one of them in particular, we, and my friend Jay Carter and I almost fell in it, but it's right off the bank, it's this whole bottom is dry, but there's one hole. Maybe years ago, they might have taken a, a, a slug of, uh, of dirt out with a backhoe or something, but it's holding water right there, just in that little hole. And again, we almost both fell in the darn thing, but a deer have been coming to it and, and, and drinking from it, so it makes me think that it might have been the only water anywhere near there, actually. Um, water plays a huge role in this overall, which is not just food and acorn and browse and all that, but water's playing a big role in this, isn't it? It is, Dricky. Uh, you know, typically in our in our climate, water is not a limiting source. And deer bucks, typically, even during the, the late summer, fall, they're only drinking every two or three days. Now, a doe that's lactating, when she's got a phone, she's got to drink more often because that fawn's taking it right back out of her through milk. But um, those bucks are, this year, there's not as much moisture in the vegetation, in their diet. So they're having to go to water sources more, and water sources are more limited. And it's it's more more so concentrating deer to those water sources, um, making them seek them out that they normally, for one, wouldn't even have had to look for them because they wouldn't have been limited. And number two, they would have got it from the vegetation. Yeah, that that is so interesting. So a, a deer that's um, you know, a year or two old, they you know you can talk about how they're gonna how they have at least an opportunity to recover in the years to come. But a fawn that's born now, what's the impact going to be on a fawn? So you know, Ricky, we can look back at bad environmental years, and you can see both the fawns born that year and the one-year-old bucks from that year, one-year-old bucks and does. Uh, those two cohorts, that's what we call all uh, a group of deer of the same age. So the fawns born in the summer of 2023 is the 23 cohort. Uh, we can watch them over time as they grow, and they typically – that impact from early in life will have an impact. You'll be able to see it even when they're mature uh, in lesser body weights and lesser antler size. Uh, that 
that impact on those cohorts carries through. Now, you can make better habitat conditions and tend to uh, cover up a little bit of that impact. So it's going to be that more important that habitat managers are doing uh, really good habitat work in the years to come to try to uh, improve that cohort because it's already starting out. It's starting out with a already behind, already behind. Ooh, that's so that's uh, that's so interesting. Um, you, you already had a bit of a of an indication of that because you, you when when we talked about the genetics of deer in Mississippi are basically the same, and you can look at sort of generational uh, nutrition to really determine what the impact's going to be. Mm-hmm. And um, and I would you know that that same kind of thing, whatever that is, is applying to a drought condition, isn't it? It is. It is. So. We can take deer in the Delta uh, versus deer in southeast Mississippi. And, you know, you go back to that Mississippi State University study where all those does from different parts of the state, the hills, the Delta, and the southeastern, the lower coastal plain were were captured. They were allowed to fawn, and then those fawns were grown up on equal nutrition. You know, after two generations, those fawns in the southeast were producing antlers the size of the Delta deer. So now it shows it that we were dealing with nutrition limitations, but a drought like this, it takes that into a one-year perspective. And now instead of looking at different regions across the state, you're just going to be looking at different age deer. Uh, But I'll stress good habitat management and keeping that herd healthy, keeping those numbers below carrying capacity will help mask that. It'll improve it. William McKinley, when we come back, we'll get you back in the next couple of weeks. I want to get an update on CWD, CWD zones, um, testing, what, the, what that has, uh, what that has uh, led to and some conclusions so far, what, what hunters can do to assist you guys. We'll get into all that because that CWD continues to be an incredibly important conversation in this state. It really is an important conversation in the whitetail deer community for the entire United States. And we will talk about the one, one element we have to fight, and that's containment. And we'll get an update on all that. But we're out of time for today. It's been a pleasure to catch up with you, my friend. You too, Ricky. Enjoyed it. You bet. This has been William McHenry, head of the deer program for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. Have a great week. Stay safe when you're in the outdoors, and God bless you. We'll see you next week. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.